Hello again. Hello. It's kind of early to be doing this. I don't even know why I started it so soon. So early, I forgot to say my name. It's Hannah. Smith LaFriends, a.k.a. Roadside Shaman on Instagram. It's just going to be another fireside chat uh, for Open Lines Radio on artbellisdead.com. Our little family of independent media voices streaming out to you. Um, you know, pretty much daily. You know, every once in a while, uh, we take a Sabbath and we don't record something new. We don't submit something new, but we are striving for daily at this point. I didn't quite get one done. Um, I didn't quite get one done uh, yesterday, which was strange. Excuse me. Um, the the reason why I decided to start it so early is because I'm in a place where I need to do my castor oil pack, and I've been doing my castor oil pack as I'm waiting. Um, I've, I've been doing my podcast recording as I'm waiting for my castor oil pack to um, complete its process on my body, and. That was not going to be possible today because I have, um, well, I have, I, I, you know, there's privacy issues. It's the weekend. It's hard to do castor oil pack at home when my kid is home. It's just, it's hard to relax. It's hard to get centered. I feel, I know it shouldn't be a big deal, but it's just, it something that like I'd like to take care of before he's really up and milling about and active I just I want to be able to be present and engaged with him and so basically I wanted to take care of it sooner (coughs) but that means that the recording needs to happen earlier in the morning which means I'm not quite ready to do my castor oil pack and so what you all are going to be overhearing while I'm doing this, because I'm trying to multitask, I guess, in a way, even though it really is, it's one task. I'm just narrating my task or documenting my task or archiving my task. I don't know. I don't know how to describe what I'm doing, but basically I'm logging it so that I can observe it later and keep track and, you know, it's more for me than anything else these recordings and these postings and keeping these promises they're more for me than anyone else and so (coughs) anyways right now I'm doing my preparations and I'm recording my podcast during my preparations so you'll hear clinking and clanking rustling and things and basically that's all that it is Um, right now I'm dealing with my candle lighting so I have a little kind of like sacred geometry um, candle holder kind of looks like you know the path of electrons and protons and neutrons circling around an atom or something it just sort of looks like you know circles and 
conversation. Like a gyroscope. It kind of looks like that. So that's what I put my daily little votive candle into. And um, today, let's see, today's Sunday. So Sunday, Alpha, Lini, Celio. I still haven't quite gotten them all memorized, you guys. Sunday is Kali. Okay. It's galactic sickles, lunar sickles. <clears throat> For the heptad, the seven-day count. In other words, our days of the week have different um, symbols and names in the lunar system than they do in the Gregorian system. And so sometimes I feel like I'm on my first day of kindergarten and they're explaining to me the order of the days of the week or whatever. Um, because these are unfamiliar words and semi-familiar symbols that I'm having to, you know, redefine. And uh, yeah, so today's sigil is huh, Kali, of course. Have you guys all been noticing the Kali Ma theme of the past couple days? I mean, it's deep in Scorpio season, and I don't know about y'all, but there's some major <laughs> cloaca action going on, you know, deep in the shit of it. This time of year, there's just a lot of grief, drama, transmutation, um, you know, there's just a lot. So, anyways, Kali Ma, motherfucker. I don't know why, but whenever I say Kali Ma, the motherfucker just comes right afterwards. It's like, it's like she got an upgrade <laughs> in her, in her honorific <laughs> or something. I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't consider it an upgrade, but I do, so... I, I think it's just the energy. It's just the energy that's brought, brought forth when you speak that name, you know? It's just like, if I say Shekinah, I have to say glory right after it. Shekinah glory. It's like her middle name, you know? Shekinah uh, glory. Like, I can't not say it. It feels like a half-said word, you know? There, there are, you know, some people can't just say Jesus. They got to say Jesus Christ. They got to use the full name. You know, so anyways, Kali, Kali is the sigil for this day. The candle that I'm using is a tiny little tea light I can get at the dollar store in a little pack or whatever. Just those little simple, very simple, easy, small, minimal. I've colored it in with blue permanent marker and then a gold sharpie marks the sigil which um, is like a it's kind of like a A with the crossbar extended out very far sort of a shape um, but uh, yeah so anyway <clears throat> so that's the the candle I've I've done these votives, I've colored these votives as like a meditative practice 
a way to help me remember the symbols and the colors and all that stuff. It's basically like the act of coloring them in and drawing them by hand. It helps imprint it into your brain better. And then it's also helping me with my like um, my executive function issues, you know, my memory issues, my attentional focus issues, because it's like a physical reminder of whether or not I've completed a ritual for the day, whether or not I've sat and done whatever the task is, you know, this, this, um, process of lighting the candle and opening the space for communion and engaging in self-care like if I have these candles sitting on my mantle here over my headboard thing my bedroom altar um, if they haven't been lit I know that I haven't really gotten back to center so yeah so yeah so I lit my candle and it's 722 hi Juliet um, I see anytime I see a 22 that's there's certain numbers that connect me with certain energies or people or processes so anyways this fireside chat is actually including fire yay um, the fire of our daily candle and it's Sunday and it's Kali I think I'll open up 13 moon peace time and read to you what um, the mantras are for for the day they're really um, <clears throat> that's a good account to follow if you're interested in learning about um, the lunar calendar and um, getting out of Gregorian time. It's a good system and it has a lot of really um, clarifying and affirming daily meditative frameworks and it's it's multidimensional so and it's like an inter-system, so it includes a lot of wisdom and guidance from many, many, many systems. So I find it personally very comforting because I operate via the interfaithless space. So I like to get guidance that honors the most multiplicity of um, belief paths. That's, that's always what I'm striving for. And so I really like what they share on that. So um, again, on Instagram, that's called 13, like the, the number 13 moon peace time, 13 moon peace time is the Instagram, um, <clears throat> watch my doodle. So today is, this is from yesterday. Where's the one from today? Maybe they haven't posted today's yet. Well, okay, so this is from another account, though. Um, uh, 
that I also, I like, it's a personal blog, but they follow the system. And so they kind of just share their tracking, like as, as they operate, like as they go through their path or whatever. Um, Moon 24 Gamma. No. That's still from yesterday. It's so early in the morning. People haven't posted their <laughs> dailies yet. <clears throat> well, shoot. Oh, I know. I can check on the Hunabku. Because they, they always have everything. I mean, pretty much. I don't know if you're f familiar with that term, Hunabku. It's like, um, I think it means galactic butterfly or something. But it has to do with the galactic butterfly at any rate. Hunabku 21. Okay. Nope, that's not it either. Guys, like, I'm getting... I'm getting, uh... <coughs> I'm getting a little bit... nervous or confused that I can't find the number. I'm looking for it on here. Where did it go? Happy Magic Turtle Day, but that was a couple days ago. Oh no, maybe this is, oh, there we go. Kali 25, Heptad Gate 4. Yeah, this has got to be it. Okay, so this is the full reading. It's <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of weird words that you might not find familiar because they're names of, they're like sacred names in other systems that are probably not familiar with, uh, that are not, you're probably not familiar with um, in, unless you already follow galactic time. They're just, they're really in that system. So forgive any pronunciation foibles I may have but yeah so this is Kali 25 Heptad Gate 4 okay so Hunabku 21 on Instagram I'm reading their post and it says happy magic turtle day ns.1.31.4.25 kin 17 red self-existing earth archetype navigator Magic Turtle Day of Self-Existing Tone of Form. Gregorian 1111 Babylonian Portal. So that tells you that it's November 11th. That's on the Gregorian calendar. Today is Sunday, November 11th, 2018. So we're in the 111111 portal. It's a very strong portal that's only available once each decade. And it's... The 33 gateway, it's the Christic Ascension pathway, it's the um, 
it's the CNNB pathway. It's the dream it and do it. Like it's just what it's whatever you wish happens. Manifestation pathway, gateway, doorway. That's what the eleven 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 is. So um, have fun today, guys. Like I hope you focus on all of the good things that you want coming into your life and if you <clears throat> if you fear destruction just imagine walking beside lot you know lot's wife i don't know if y'all are familiar with that story don't look back Okay, march away from the destruction. Walk away from the smoke towards the clear air. You know? Yeah. Thunder cannot turn their heads. The lightning warms their back. Okay? Thunder cannot turn their heads. The lightning warms their back. So this is the Gregorian 1111 Babylonian portal, and I'm back to reading now again. I don't know what that other stuff was, a little mini transmission. Um, but now we're back to narrating and reading what was posted by Hunebku21. Gregorian 1111 Babylonian portal. I define, in order to evolve, measuring synchronicity. I seal the matrix of navigation with the self-existing tone of form. I am guided by the power of space. Psi Chrono, OC Kin 210, White Lunar Dog. Long count, 13.0.5.17.11. 10 Chuen. Earth Family, Core Family Red. Planet designation, SP Uranus, Clan, Sky, Kali 25, Heptad Gate 4, closes Circuit 5, Fourth Mental Sphere, Continuing Conscious, Chakra, Sacral, Solar Mantra, Hrim. Arcanum of the Initiation, Skywalker, Seat of the Power of Cosmic Prophecy, Beta Alpha, BMU 315, Third Hexamoride of the Octave, HMP V12, H19, BMU 210, Ur Harmonic Rune 77, Firmament, defines movement of time as day-night. Octave 2, Octave of the Tree of Cosmic Fire, Rune Strand 10. Circuit 3, Earth, Harmonic Command Matrix, 8th Time Dimension, Arcturus Force Field, 24 Runes of the Elder Futhark, Leaf of the Initiation, 
Now these is the testing that ripens the initiation. Now these, Kali cube back, sacral chakra, psi nimboid membrane 10, Atlantic plate, Hunab Ku 21 oracle, TFI 1551, 3 times 517, 11 times 141, 33 times 47. BMU 228, 19 times 12, Temple of God's Command. <coughs> Excuse me. HMP V18, H7, minus 9, ninth gate. Ninth magnitude of sixth dimensional ESP circuit sublimates subliminal communication in beta alpha force field of higher mind control. Higher mind control sublimates fourth mental sphere, continuing consciousness. Circuit four, Mars, cosmic ascension, second time dimension, Pleiades force field. Oh God, that made me crack my neck. Oh, God. Well, that was a trigger for me, apparently. <clears throat> if you're curious, it was the Mars and the Pleiades in rapid succession caused that gesticulation. Yay! I love a good gesticulation, especially when it comes with a free chiropractic adjustment. Um, okay. Kin equivalent... 251, self-existing magician. The prophet opens the gate of the initiation. The navigator enters, guided by the prophet, supported by the high priestess, challenged by the avatar, and receives hidden help from the innocent. Well, that sounds like today for sure. And I just realized that me and my spontaneity of following my flow, following my impulse, I am doing this. I am manifesting my new reality that I want to, it to be. I am doing my daily ritual. I am lighting my candle. I am taking my time, engaging in self-care. I am logging it. I'm narrating it. I'm self-reflecting. I'm being contemplative. I'm honoring my body. I'm honoring my spirit. I'm honoring my mind. I'm honoring my community. I'm chopping my wood and I'm carrying my water. Like I'm doing it. I'm starting my 11 11 11 portal gateway day in the perfection of process and flow. And I can feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. This is a manifestation. And this is how it's going to be now. It's only better from here on out. We've made it through the wildfire medicine. All that's left is what wasn't meant to burn. What's left is so precious and I tend it so carefully. I mean, 
I'm doing it, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm looking at my book. I'm looking at my book. I leaned back and looked up. My eyes landed on my tarot. And you know what I used to have, you guys? I used to have better control of my daily life. I used to have better management of my rhythms. I used to. Once upon a time, back when I first found this fucking lunar calendar thing, I had some order in my God-blessed life. I did. And you know where I found it? In the desecration of tarot. Can you believe that? This good little Christian girl found her healing in the devil's gods. <laughs> you know? In a parlor game. In a useless wastrel of nonsense you know that's that's where I found it that's where I found it I found my executive function in nonsense and I got my magic feather back I had an incredible visitation with Holly last night you guys I mean just communion with sisters with brothers with nibblings with cousins with siblings, with aunties, with uncles, with grandpas and grandmas, with kin of any sort and type, but especially with, with those that you are just <laughs> mothers, the mother of cups. There's something about that bond of parenthood. I mean, we are on the path, you know, we're in the trenches, we're carrying torches, you know, we're lighting fires and we're feeding our children every day and so to set aside those tasks and just be with one another and and commune and fellowship and let the universe set up a party around you you know like literally that's what happened last night we went out to eat and a party just manifested around us including disco lights and everything disco existentialist comes with disco lights included <laughs> You know, it's just, uh, I mean, I just, you guys, Holly is the bee's knees. She's got my heart. Mark has my heart. Their whole communion of fellowship, what they bring into our community, what they do for our spirits, what they are doing every day it's just anyways I've got my deck back and so maybe I can do my maybe I can do what I used to do which was daily readings you know or a weekly anyway I could do a weekly reading or pull a card of the day I used to what I used to do is I pulled three cards every day one for me one for Truman one for Dave and just the three of them together kind of gave me a sense also sometimes of like the beginning, middle, and end of the day. But basically it was like theme of the day. And I did it for months, you know. I did it for a month to learn, a month to enjoy, a month to perseverate, and then a month to purge. And then all of a sudden I was like, why are you doing this? This isn't helping you. This isn't, this is a waste of time, you know do something else with this time well I didn't do anything else with that time I lost my anchor 
I lost my daily ritual. I lost my routine and my rhythm, my morning framework. Like, it didn't matter what it was. I was doing it, you know, every day. And that gave me some sort of sense of grounding. I knew that, like, on days when I missed it or when I didn't fill it in all the way or I half-assed it in reflection, I noticed a difference in my mood and and I noticed a difference in I noticed a difference in everything I'm picking one more card because I pulled six out randomly just from what was shuffling and mixing but I feel like this is a week worth of reading we've been talking about heptads seven you know spiritual number of completion and I feel like there you go what popped out right at that moment the world so yeah that's perfect so I've got seven cards here I don't know that I'll read all of them because I don't think it's for that it might be it might be a personal thing this feels personal to me you guys this one doesn't feel like I mean, I'll tell you the cards, just if you're curious, and then you can have your own personal reflection on what the cards mean to you. That's what I mean. I'll give you homework. Ready? I'll give you homework, and you can look them up, because these things are all on the interwebs. You can look up the meaning of any tarot card. And honestly, even most like random oracle decks, people post about them. They write blog articles. People take pictures and put them online on Instagram. Or if you type into Google images, you can find it. Like they're, they're, they're searchable, findable. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so the cards that came out are the hermit and then the six of swords not wands I have to double check with this deck because the images are very um well they're wild it's the wild unknown tarot so there's very like rustic earthy um like stick wand type images and sometimes the dark cross hatching makes it hard to tell between the difference between wands and swords I have to really get down there and look yes this is definitely swords swords six of swords and that popped out at the same time with the Three of Swords. Like, they both came out together. And then I got the... That one came next. Yeah. The Ten of Wands came next. And then the Three of Wands. So that's interesting. I got two threes. Hmm. Okay, and then when I was mentioning the whole like um, mother bonding thing, the motherhood parental thing, I got the mother of cups. That's when that popped out. So, um, and then last was the world, of course, because number seven, spiritual completion. Of course we get the world. I think there's even seven flowers in here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven flowers in the center of this beautiful, it looks like a rainbow keyboard type of a thing in a circle and then there's like net I don't know it's just beautiful but it looks like an eye with flowers in it it's a beautiful image so 
Uh, yeah, those are the cards. The Hermit, Six of Swords, Three of Swords, Ten of Wands, Three of Wands, Mother of Cups, and the World. So three major arcana. That's interesting. No, sorry. Two, yeah. Is that, is that right? No, two major arcana and one um, court card. That's how those are called. I am going to look those ones up and do my own meditation on what those mean for me going forward, you know? I will tell you this little short meaning in the guidebook or in the little pamphlet at least so that you guys if you're you know ain't nobody got time for that like if you don't have time to go and do the research I'll at least tell you the basic meaning so in here the hermit is number nine yeah Number nine, the hermit. Solitude, self-reflection, meditation. Pretty self-explanatory. The hermit is about being a hermit. <laughs> Going into hermitage. <clears throat> and then, where's the other? The world is 21. It's all the way at the end. It's the last one in the tarot deck. Completion, wholeness, contentment. So, of course, seven, spiritual completion. That's it. That's what it means. All right, so then we'll start with the other court card. Mother of Cups is about um, being psychic and insightful. Well, that was me and Holly last night, that's for sure. And then the Three of Swords is about betrayal and heartbreak. And the Six of Swords is about hope at last and travel. So those two things came out together, as you'll say. So to me, it sounds like in order to get over betrayal and heartbreak, there's going to be some hope at last because you're traveling or you're traveling to get some hope or something like that. Um, and then the Three of Wands... self-reliance, future visions. Yeah, that makes sense. Plus to the power of three times three. Yeah. And then the ten of wands is about the burden, the hard road. In other words, carrying your load. So, carrying your load, being psychic, reflection. There's a lot here. I'm going to have to like meditate on the deeper meaning for these in my, in my case. I hope you'll do likewise in your case. I hope you'll go and be introspective and just understand that these are basically tools for sparking your own contemplation, you know, word of the day, um, the I Ching, um, Bible verse of the day, devotional of the day, mantra of the day, hymn of the day, like all of these tools, um, they basically just help the human psyche frame their 
internal world enough to bring it into their external. It helps frame their subconscious enough to bring it into the conscious. You can't really make choices outside your programming until you get it into the, your consciousness. So um, for me, that's what these cards do, the oracle cards and the tarot cards and the runes and the sigils, like the different you know, scrying, uh, pyromancy, um, bibliomancy, um, heliomancy, any, any of the different uh, divinatory practices that I engage in, they're basically framing tools, they're scaffolding to bring me into conversation with spirit because um, the mind needs sometimes uh, you know, bridges of logic. The mind cries out for that, so spirit provides it. And so that's what these do. And I'm so grateful to have this back. We swapped our decks back. We traded. Um, and, uh, and we traded a lot more than that. Lots of stories and love and compassion and empathy and just... It's great. And hey, if you guys are local to Fallbrook, check out El Maison sometime because it's great food and awesome hospitality and apparently they do karaoke on Saturday nights. <laughs> we just showed up there for like the, the, you know, the senior citizen special, the early bird dinner, you know, we we're like having dinner like pretty early and eating, but we we're sitting there talking for so long, like well after we'd, you know, done eating, paid the bill, everything, we're just sitting there yak, yak, yak. And I mean, deep conversation is great, important, like, and hilarious moments, you know, just awesome. Uh, but all of a sudden they start setting up these like speakers and lights and equipment. And this guy comes up to us and he's the owner uh, of the place. I think his name's Ellie. Uh, he's the owner of the place. And he goes, now I'm going to start singing in a minute, guys. Don't leave. <laughs> And we were actually like kind of feeling like, oh, we're kind of tired. Like maybe we should take off, you know, because it was like it was after eight by then, I think. And we were like, you know, feeling we'd been there for a while. And he's like, don't leave. Don't leave just because I'm singing. I promise. And you have to sing, too. And like, don't leave. And I'm like, OK, so we sat there and we're like listening. Right. And then, of course, they're playing lovely ranchero music, which is like my heart song of my youth. I love I love it. It just makes me happy. But he's singing karaoke and he keeps coming over to the table, basically insisting that we go and sing. And I'm like, I can't even think of any other songs now because I'm just literally I'm four feet from this giant speaker in my face. And all these bright flashing lights is like discoteca, like in my face. Like, I'm serious. Like it was it, it was intense. It was intense from a sensory standpoint. And I'm just like, I don't know. I can't think of a song. And so Holly goes, Crimson and Clover. I love that song. And I'm like, I love it too, but not for that reason, not for karaoke. And 
And she's like, no, no, it's good. And like, and I literally could not think of any other song. And he kept coming over and saying, you have to come and sing. You have to do karaoke. Because there's like five people in the restaurant. So it's like, it's either him or like the DJ going to do karaoke if I don't get up there and sing, apparently. There was like one other person that was singing too, I think. Uh, it was like me, the owner guy, one other person. I think that was it. I don't think anybody else was. But um, so... I go up there, I put in Crimson and Clover, he finds it. So I start singing it, and like, and I'm going, I know it's just Crimson and Clover, over and over. Like, but I'm like, there aren't any words, like there's no other real words to it, right? And it's like, I knew there was some reason why I was like, this is not a good choice, it's not a good choice, right? So I'm up there, I'm singing along to it, right? And I'm like, it doesn't sound that great. First of all, it's not a good song for my range or whatever. And then like, it cuts to 12 measure instrumental break. In a karaoke song. <laughs> then you're just literally standing up there while the, the the thing blinks at you and people are staring at you. And I was like, I was just like looking at Holly going like, pointing at her going like, you knew this was going to be this way. Like, it was so ridiculous, you guys. 12 bars. And so then I'm like, I do, I sing the chorus again, you know, over and over. Crimson and clover, over and over. And then it's another 12 bar. <laughs> Another 12 bar instrumental break. And I'm just like, oh, man. I just, I mean, it was ridiculous. I was absurd. I'm dancing in an, uh, you know, strange little place in a small town. Well, I don't know. We're a big town, but we think we're a small town. Anyways, it was the best date I've had with any friend, family, relative, stranger in years. Like, it was so much fun. Like, we were just sitting there, hanging out, talking, eating dinner, and, like, a party happened around us. Like, just, like, it just started. <laughs> like, flowers in there. And, like, and we weren't allowed to opt out. Like, he came over to the table, and he was, like, so insistent that we participate and that we not leave like please don't leave and I was like I'm such a like cheerleader and especially for like performers I love like when people get up there and like try and do like I didn't want to like be awkward and be like no we gotta go you know and plus they were really good singers the, the other people singing were so much better than I was though it was fun to listen to it and it was fun to be there in all of the flashing colorful lights because they make me happy even if they do overwhelm my system and make me feel like I'm going to like short out my brain or something. I, I really enjoy them for limited doses, the the flashing lights and the loud music. I, uh, I had an experience like with certain songs when the bass would really be just deep in the speakers, like resonant, like just vibrating through my whole sternum and rib cage like just like it was like vibrating my whole chest cavity and like I could feel my whole body just going boom boom with this like bass and I was just like this is good it felt like a sound healing ceremony like when you go like to like one of those yoga studios you know and they have those big crystal bowls and they you know, it felt like a sound healing ceremony, but 
it was just ranchero music but i love it it's my seriously guys it is the soundtrack of my childhood that and like you know yeah those kinds of things I think that's it I think that's it for today that's the preparation I know that the people are out there I heard someone getting coffee so Truman must be in the living room by now it's almost 8 they've got to be awake even on a Sunday they've got to be like 44, 44, 44, 44, 44, 44, 44 on an 11, 11, 11 gateway day I recorded an episode, 44, 44, 44. That's lovely. I think it's complete. I think I'll see you guys on the flippity flop. And yes, I'm going to go fill my hot water bottle to do my castor oil pack. I'm keeping my promise to myself. Please keep your promises to yourself. Enjoy your week. Wish for your biggest wishes. Wish for your greatest dreams. Make a wish today. Even if you don't usually make wishes on today, today's a day to make a wish. Even if it's not your birthday, even if you never blew out a birthday candle, today is a day for making big wishes. So find a quiet moment sometime. And I'll just tell you, don't worry about the timing thing, because I know you're probably not going to listen to this on the 11-11-11 gateway, knowing most of our listening patterns. Most people don't listen to these things live or on the day of. They listen to them a day or two or three or ten later. And that's fine, because you know what? Time is myth and fiction. It's just one of those framing tools that I was telling you about. It's just one of those things that we use in our human psyche to guide our conscious choices and uh, transmute our subconscious patterns and subvert our subconscious uh, toxic behaviors too so you can access you can access this energy at any time by tuning into the meditation of this gateway people have been preparing for this gateway for a long time people will be reflecting on and integrating this gateway for a long time so therefore you will be able to harness the energy of this gateway for any time that you decide to tap into it because like i said time is a myth and just a tool for our framework and understanding that's the only reason why it's there and look there goes my ding ding my alarm for my tarot card of the day from my app on my phone (laughs) Uh, so yeah I think that's it I'm going to wrap this up and say Chihololi which means I love you and Chukma Chipisolacho means hello I will see you as the Chickasaw have no word for goodbye
The one that makes me scream, she said The one that makes me laugh, she said And threw her arms around my neck Show me how you do it And I promise you, I promise that I'll run away with you Just like heaven. 